0: episode 61. This episode is brought to you by The Collective, which is our monthly membership community for ambitious women who want to continue to build their careers whilst raising a family. Now, once you've had a baby, things might change for you. Once you become a mum, you might be thinking differently about your career and negotiating what you want can be tough. So within this community, we help you to figure out where you want to go with your career And how you could get there. So, whether you are switching direction, whether you want to build on what you've already developed in your career thus far, whether you want to launch your own business, we are there to support you step by step, providing the tools, the guidance, the coaching, and the community that you need to move boldly towards the career that you want. So, if you're interested in joining an awesome group of women as you navigate the highs and lows of your career beyond motherhood, then head over to lightboxcoaching.com forward slash collective hyphen waitlist and get your name on the list so that I can let you know when the doors will be opening again. We would love to have you join us. Hi, you're listening to the Careers Beyond Motherhood podcast with your host Janine Esbrand. I'm here to help working mums like you to thrive in your careers and in motherhood. I share tips, strategies and inspirational conversations with awesome women to help reduce the struggle in your juggle. Hello, hello and welcome to the show. It is great to be back with you again today. Whether you are a long-time listener or a first-time listener of the show, I appreciate you tuning in. You may well be doing some gardening, some driving, you might be cooking or playing with the kids and you are tuning into this episode and bringing me along with you and I appreciate that because there's lots of things you could be listening to. So on today's episode we are going to be diving into a topic which is really important for every working mum and that is organisation and organisational hacks because life is busy, there are so many things to juggle. There's so many balls in the air. So if we can get more organised, it can help us to reduce stress and anxiety and just feel like we are getting the things done. And my guest today is somebody who is truly amazing. She is one of the founding members of my membership community, The Collective. And I'm excited because she's going to come and share a bit about her journey and how she went from feeling overwhelmed and not quite sure what to do while she was on maternity leave to securing, the ability to work part-time and now she is working part-time juggling the demands of family life and she is just launching a passion project which she's wanted to do for a long time so I'm super duper proud of her she is somebody who shows up and gets the work done. She is committed. I remember having kind of a task in one of our monthly accountability calls and when I followed up with her to ask her how it was going, she shared with me that a family member had been ill and, and you know, there were lots of things that were going on that month. But even though that was the case and I expected her to then say that she wasn't able to hit her target and get the work done that she had committed to doing, she had done far more than I expected. And that's just testament to how she is. She's totally a doer and totally committed. So we're going to dive in and she's going to share with us some great ways that we can approach organisation in an intentional way and in a way that doesn't have us feeling overwhelmed and guilty. I just love her perspective. So without further ado, let's jump into my conversation with Catherine Tupi.
1: Hi, Katie. Thank you so much for being here. I'm super excited. Could you introduce yourself to our audience?
2: Yes, my name is uh, Katie, or Catherine Tupi, and I am an instructional designer by trade and a wife and a mother of two under three for the rest of the time. i have also just starting into the podcast world myself. My interests are in organization and productivity, especially For mothers who are on the same journey that I am right now.
1: Awesome there's
2: so much I want to ask you about. Exciting but firstly (laughs) let's
1: start with talking me through a bit about your journey um, with your career pre and post motherhood. So tell me what your career looked like before and then uh, what it looks like now.
2: Well pre motherhood I there was times even before pre-marriage where I was working I I think the highest number of hours I clocked in was at 76 hours one week that I had worked transitioned out of that job I my background is in healthcare so uh, I worked in various forms from data entry to customer service to uh, compliance working and um, those that legal aspect there. And then I really found a passion in training and teaching. So went in that direction. And I mean, I, I worked, you know, a salary job. So I'd work anywhere from you know my full-time hours all the way to you know 50, 60 hours, depending on what I was doing, and then I had a child, and my commute to I, I live in the Twin Cities area of Minnesota, so that's right, not too far from the capital, Minnesota. And my commute was into Minneapolis, which is downtown, which is very far away from my house. So I was spending on a good day 10 hours a day away from my newborn yeah. uh, or my my child i mean i went back at my at the three months so i guess technically she wasn't a newborn then but i was averaging 10 hours a day with just my commute away from my baby and that was not what i had so i found a job a little bit closer doing the same thing got some additional education And have been able to knock my hours down to part-time now. So I'm still able to receive benefits, but I'm working three days a week.
1: Awesome. And you are one of the lovely members of my membership community, the collective. And when you first joined the collective, you were at that stage where you were heading back to work after maternity leave for your second baby. So can you talk to us a bit about that transition for you when you were considering going back part-time and then how you kind of made that transition?
2: Yes. So actually when I was on maternity leave is when I had found uh, your group and I really didn't, uh, this was after my second child. So I had a toddler at home At the time, we had just lost our daycare. My daughter only went to daycare one day a week with uh, my husband and mother in law's schedules. So that was really blessed. But we had just lost that, and I wanted to be a (laughs) home. And so I was looking for support in how I could juggle two kids and my career and pursue other passions and pay attention to my husband, (laughs) you know, all the things. And I found the collective and there were a number of women who were, had professional jobs who were working part time. And... Of course, I had been exposed to this in healthcare with providers working part-time, but I didn't know that that was going to be a reality in my exact uh, career field. Nobody in at my job was only working part time at my exact exact position. After getting the confidence and the suggestions and everything that came along with my my own research with the collectives, oh, make sure you ask for this, and when they say this, don't say anything, don't talk, <laughs> just let them let them think it out, you know. I got the confidence. I, I don't know if I ever told you this. I literally, so I was at home on maternity leave, right? And I'm getting ready to have this conversation about I want to go back part-time. So I literally got dressed. Like, I was going to work. I love My it. kids were asleep. I got, re- I got dressed because I'm like, I can't be wearing my, like, leggings and t-shirt for this. Like, I need to feel like yeah. I'm going, going in, so I got dressed like I was going to work, and you know, pulled up my hair, put on some jewelry, and I had this conversation in my living room. I love that. I love that. So. <laughs> that is so cool. Um, and yeah, and he and it was it was granted. Ultimately, there was a little bit of back and forth, but um, I'd say a key part of that conversation was my uh, director telling me. This might be a little bit selfish, but I'd rather keep you part of the time than not at all. Yes. And that is what, I don't know if you remember
1: when we were having the conversation and I was saying to you, it's really important for you to highlight them what you bring to the organization and how valuable you are because for an organization, it's a lot harder to someone new and find someone great than it is to hold on to someone great that you already have and so when you can highlight to them look this is what i brought to the organization this is why I'm an asset it's a lot easier for them to say yeah to whatever your request is it,
2: it was it was it got to the point actually in the conversation where he said you don't have to convince me at like how valuable you are <laughs> I'm like okay I'll stop talking now
1: <laughs> that is so cool. Okay, so I'm super <laughs> and excited that you have been able to create that for yourself. And now you have an um, opportunity to work part-time. But I also know that you have some other passions. So can you share with everyone kind of your thoughts around launching your new podcast and what that is all about?
2: Yes. So deep down in my heart, I am a teacher of sorts. I, I, that's how I got into training. I really do enjoy teaching. I enjoy developing materials and I love watching people understand concepts and then apply them and then find them. Better. And another, a passion of mine has always been organizing. Years ago, I actually considered launching an organization business and I just never got through to it. So never, never really did it. And so that has really been kind of in the background knocking on on the back door saying, Hey, I'm still here. I'm still a passion. And when I was pregnant with my son, I had a lot more energy than I did when I was pregnant with my daughter. And one of the things I did was like, I'm getting ready for this kid. And as I was doing it, I just felt such a satisfaction. And I kind of got back to what I really found enjoyable. And as we kind of have developed a mommy group for my for my daughter, and it's interesting that almost half the mommy group has just had babies as well. So we all have approximately a two-year-old, two year old, two three year old, for the most part, and a and majority of us also have a child under one. Yeah. And it was it's just been fun talking with them about oh have you tried this trick? Have you tried that trick? And just in casual conversation. And such. And it's just been a real eye-opening passion. Like, hey, if I could develop something that could help mothers, just mothers in general who are, or and women in general, or maybe ones who are just are preparing for, for that life, how could I help them with realistic tips? Because a lot of our organization is hard and productivity is hard. I mean, I am not claiming to be the expert in the sense that like i do not have a pinterest worthy house but my goal is to know where everything is in my house and to know what my stuff is and to also not feel guilty in my schedule yeah. those are two big things and i can't be the only one yeah. so how do i do this i am a podcast junkie <laughs> i love listening to podcasts and so i thought what better way than i'm used to talking making audio for my career, for my job. So how, why can't I do that on a personal term? Yeah,
1: and I'm so excited. So I am someone who needs more organization in my life. And I'm sure as the <laughs> ladies who are listening to this podcast are listening, they're probably nodding and saying yes. So can you give us a few tips? Like, busy mom, two kids, like what would be your top tips? Maybe give me one or two. Or Oh,
2: Yes. <laughs> yes. Well, the first thing I'm going to tell you is, and it's kind of, maybe you've heard it before, I'm sure, but to give yourself grace. First of all, that is the most important thing is to give yourself grace. You can do this. And you might have this idea in your head of what you want to do, but if you're doing something, anything, you are moving closer and closer toward that goal. You are one step closer than you were yesterday to that organization goal. So Give yourself grace. Look at what you did accomplish today, not because what is going to happen is you are going to move from zero to nothing over the course of time. Your house, your things did not accumulate in one day. If they did, I kind of want to know what your story is. <laughs> um, but, and so it's not going to all happen in one day, day either. So, first of all, give yourself grace. And secondly, We get so used to looking at things in our house and just assume that they need to be there. You can ask yourself the question, do I need this? And when you say, do I need this? Not, you know, and what is your gut reaction? You know, if it's somebody else's thing that there's passion, don't necessarily start throwing other people's things away. That's a whole separate topic that we could, I'm sure I'll do a podcast on that sometime. (laughs) But when you're looking at your own stuff, if you've been pushing around a makeup brush for the last six months in your makeup container, are you using it? Do you need it? Would it cost you three dollars to replace it if you suddenly miraculously really needed it? Get rid of it. Throw it away. Or, you know, if you are worried about items and wanting to rehome them, give them to the, you know, the thrift store or what have you. So those would be odd off the top of my head two things that first give yourself grace and then question what you're pushing around question what you what you have and if you got rid of it would you miss it or would it actually bring you know to quote what's kind of the the in thing right now would it bring you joy (laughs) to get to actually have that space is the space more valuable than the item I think that
1: is such a good question is the space more valuable than the item because I think over time things do accumulate and I know that when we moved into our house we live in a small house and I said to my husband I'm going to be very intentional let's be minimalist let's only have what we need and that was all good before we had kids and then we had kids and they have got like yes. so much junk and it's like I realized that it's important to revisit that over and over again because as you get more staff you don't necessarily keep asking that question and then you find yourself like constantly tidying up but actually if we had less stuff there would be less stuff to tidy so um I remember I did that once with the dishes and it was the best thing ever so we both my husband and I hate washing up and we don't have space for a dishwasher so I decided instead of having like 25 plates in the cupboard which is what we had I'm taking them all away and I'm just leaving four four plates and so that what that meant Mm -hmm. was we had to wash up the plates for the next meal and it only took like a little bit of time to do that and then we'd only bring out the extra plates whenever we have visitors and it's just like game changer save so much time D- don't have the pile of dishes in the kitchen and so I think yeah just thinking about do we really need to be doing it in this way definitely makes yes difference. definitely
2: yes and that's there's so many things that like popping in my head too because like what you're talking about right now is you're also not only talking about the space and the decluttering and the usage but you're also talking about completing a task And that is what also makes you feel fulfilled. So if you, for example, with your dishes, if you are, if you have only four dishes, what is when you come, when you take a dish out of the cupboard and you eat something, that task isn't actually complete when you're done with your lunch, Mm -hmm. because you still have a dirty dish. You still have to wash it. It still has to be dried. So you haven't completed the task, which is why you're feeling anxious about having too much stuff. So, in your example, you've taken the dish, you've washed the dish, you've put the dish away. The the task is complete. So now you feel less anxiety and you, and less overwhelmed and more satisfaction.
0: Hey, hey, hey! I am super excited because I have a handful of spots open for one-to-one coaching. I am looking to work with more of you who are highly ambitious, very driven, know where you want to get to, but are struggling to get there because you feel as though you're being overlooked and undervalued for the contribution that you're making. You know that you need to get more visible. You know that you need to show up more. You understand that creating a personal brand that is speaking for you when you're not in the room is important so that you can move towards your career goals but you don't quite know how to make it happen and for you I am extending the invitation to come and join me inside of Elevate. This is my one-to-one high touch coaching program that is designed to help you to advance into your next role, secure your next client, position yourself for the opportunities that you want by being intentional with your personal brand, making sure that your digital footprint is tight. Yes, I mean LinkedIn is looking good and attracting the right opportunities and making sure that you're able to show up with confidence and fully articulate the value that you're able to bring to your next opportunity. I am excited to dig deep, Come up with your personalised strategy and your plan and support you with the accountability and coaching that is required to help you to get there. So if this sounds good to you, if you know that you need some support with really taking your career to the next level, book a call with me and let's explore you joining the Elevate program. So head over to careerchangemakers.com forward slash call so that you can book a fitting call and then let's have a conversation about whether or not this program is a good fit for you. I look forward to speaking to you.
1: Yes. Oh, I love it. I love it. I love it. So for you, like, what tips would you give to or advice would you give to anyone who is in that state of feeling like, okay, I'm completely overwhelmed with, with the house and managing stuff? Like I know that you said before, give yourself grace and just accept what you have done. But if you were just, you know, going into a, a new organisation project and you were saying, okay, I want to get this room organised, what would you advise as like a strategy to go, how to, how to, how to get started?
2: The first thing I would say, so if you walked into a room and um, I would say, focus on one area or one thing. So for example, if you're like, I have so much paper, I have so much paper, focus on just the paper, walk around your house, pick up all the paper in your house and then go through it to shred or or get rid of what you have and keep your paper in one, one space. Now when I say keep your paper, I mean, keep your loose paper. If you have a filing cabinet, that's a whole separate issue. But if you've got, and I'm talking about like the magazines and the birthday cards from three months ago, and the uh, permission slips for the kids' field trips and what have you, get that all together in one space. If you're working on a room, focus on just that room, okay. and in that room, throw away the trash. Walk in there, bring up, bring your black trash bag or whatever. Throw away what's garbage. And the next thing I would say is if you. Are somebody who doesn't, that you're like, I will throw away perfectly good clothes because I just don't have time to go to the thrift store and I don't have go. And that will be phase two, knock yourself out. But if you are also somebody who wants to make, you know, you want, you hate throwing the thought of throwing away perfectly good clothes. You want somebody to use them or, you know, this, this thing still has life in it or what have you. I would say to get bags or boxes, containers and mark them trash and the thrift store or, and, and then keep like for a different room in the house. And as you go through that room, those are going to be the three boxes you focus on either trash. It goes away it may, or maybe it stays in the room. Maybe that it's easier if you have a fourth bin that stays in this room. So trash, Thrift store, keep for a different room in the house. And then you have the stuff that stays in the house. Love that. I love a simple strategy. Like, we can do that. We can work
1: with that. <laughs> um, yes. So- When I, for all of my guests that I have on the show, I always like to ask them about any inspirational quotes or mantras or sayings that they like to um, use or live by. Do you have any that you might like to share with us?
2: I do, I do. And I love quotes. So I could just sit here all day and tell you all kinds Mm -hmm. of different quotes. I love and such. But I think especially, I've been just feeling lately just because I have this very busy feeling in my head right now is every now and then, it's good to pause in our pursuit of being happy and just be happy. We're right. so worried about what's going on tomorrow. We're so worried about what's going on in five minutes, And you know what, that's okay because especially being a mom, you need to have that worry. You need to be worried if your kid's gonna fall off the stairs. You need to be worried what's going to happen now. That's okay. Or you're constantly thinking about the future, but sometimes it's okay to just allow yourself to just be happy, to just live in that moment. Yes, you need to put the dishes away. But if your kid just did the cutest darn thing that you have seen all day, let them know that that is going to be more important than the dishes. Yeah. It will be. You feel like it's not, but just give yourself five minutes. Just be happy for five minutes. I that's love
1: that. Important. I love that. And as you we were saying that, I just thought of two examples of time with my kids recently where um I was trying to explain to my son what future meant. He's like, what does it what does the future mean? And I was trying to explain that like future is tomorrow, but then when we get to tomorrow that will be the present. And I was just so like, oh in trying to explain it to him though it made me stop and think like how often am I living in the present like I feel like I'm always in the future um Mm -hmm. and so it was a really great teachable moment for him but also for me as well so I think it's so important for us to like like you said yeah the future is important but right now is right now so we need to take that Mm -hmm. in and enjoy the moment so yeah that is absolutely amazing um so, if people want to find out more about your organisational skills and your podcast and all that you're doing, where would be a good place for them to um, reach out to you?
2: So, I am going to be launching my website, and you'll be able to find that at katherinetuby. Yes. Uh, <laughs> dot com. That's K A T H E R I N E T U P Y. Yes. dot com And you'll be able to find links to the podcast. Awesome. So
1: I'm going to put the links to those in the show notes and um, encourage everybody to go and check that out. Guys, I'm so excited because Katie and I had a conversation about her going and launching this podcast. And now the fact that she's launching it just makes me so excited. And I'm so proud of you for actually taking action and getting it going. So make sure you go and listen. It's been
2: awesome interviewing you today, Katie. Thank you, Janine. I really enjoyed being part of your show. Thank you.
0: Isn't Catherine just lovely? It is such an honour and a pleasure to get to spend time with her and the other amazing women in my membership community. These women are smart, they're amazing, they're multi-talented and they are fully committed to um, thriving in their careers and motherhood at the same time. So it just brings such joy to my heart to just see uh, people within the community progressing and doing awesome things like launching podcasts and um, going for new opportunities and building businesses and um, negotiating flexibility there's just so much going on and I love it so if you are somebody who is looking to move your career to the next level figuring out what it is you want to do next and could do with some support from other like-minded ladies then the collective may well be for you so head over to our website likeboxcoaching.com to find out more information and put your name on the wait list for when we open the doors again launching and growing a membership community has been an amazing experience and I have to give thanks to Stu McLaren who was a guest on the show on episode 52 where he shared how to uh, balance a thriving business with a family. Now Stu is the person who I learned everything I needed to know about membership sites from so he has a course called Tribe which I took last year and he is known in the industry as the king of membership sites so if you would be interested in learning more about either launching a membership site or how they're run or why they might be a good thing for you to look into if you are a business owner or someone who has a message that you want to share with the world. Um, A membership site is a great platform to do that. So he has a workshop coming up on the 25th of April where he breaks down all of the elements that you need in a successful membership community so head over to the show notes at lightboxcoaching.com forward slash episode 61 and click the link to the workshop so you can sign up for free and gain some of his very valuable golden nuggets around membership sites. Okay, so that's all for me today. If you have enjoyed this episode, please do share it with a friend and I look forward to joining you again next time. Until then, look after you and look after your babies. This podcast features music from Ben Sound.